Hey little babies, this is the Deadass Podcast. Welcome to my little launch pad for self-love and laughter. I am Randall Ray Thompson, recording from inside Las Vegas, Nevada. You can call me Krabby if you're keeping score. Thank you, and thank you for listening. For all the episodes and upcoming performances, visit SlamDunkJesus.com. We've got a lot to get into, so please hold your laughter until the end, and please enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are back listening to the Dead Ass Podcast. Of course, my name is Randall Crabmeat Thompson. If you didn't already know, now you know, anglers. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you for watching and welcome, Dead Ass. <laughs> uh, it's been really, really dope um, doing this whole thing, and I've been trying to work really hard to make things better in general. And I know that nothing's ever perfect, and uh, it's not really like an apology or anything like that because I, um, I'm just stoked to be doing it, and I'm just stoked that the fact that any of you guys are listening at all. So I'm just happy about that. I had to like super cool down my apartment and stuff um just because the air conditioning be so crucial out here in las vegas nevada so i gotta make sure shit's nice and cool uh before i turn that shit off that way i can get uh a more fair and proper audio for you guys and and all of that stuff but uh i want to talk about some some um some cool stuff today some stuff that definitely matters to me um I'm going to get into, uh, you know, being a comedian. Uh, one of the things that matters the most in that is uh, running open mics and going to open mics. And that's where a lot of people start. And, that, and, that, and that's how it goes. And it's not even just in the comedy community. But um, open mics are especially, especially crucial to the comedy community because they're one of the few comedy is one of the few industries or crafts or however you want to put it but comedy is one of the few activities where um an open mic or a more loose setting in general is necessary for people pretty much on all levels not saying that it's for every comedian um necessarily how far they go and, th- and things like that because you know i you know what i'll get into it i'll get into it in a minute um because first and f- first and foremost with that i do want to remind you guys of the open mic that i run that is the brand new open mic it's been called that for about three years uh by the time you hear this it'll probably be three years actually um that is 4080 South Paradise Road inside of Motor City Cafe. That is right next to the donut shop that's only open during the day. Uh, the uh, half Egyptian, half Arabian liquor store. And the Indian restaurant that's only open at night. Right behind the steakhouse that's open twice a day. And it's adjacent to uh, Buca de Beppo on Flamingo on Paradise Road. Again, that's 4080 south paradise road motor city cafe it's uh it's it's right next to the psychic massage parlor 
<laughs> you know that you're in the right place if there's a homeless dude that is willing to clean your windows um, for no money. He doesn't want your donation. Shout out, um, shout out to Woodrow. Uh, it's getting, <laughs> it's getting deep, man, and and it has to, it has to because uh, running an open mic is fucking precious. It really, really is. I got all kinds of alerts popping up. So sorry, pardon me if I'm a little distracted and things like that. I want to get a chat room going or something like that. I want to get a chat room popping for the show. And I got to make sure that I have the proper channels to do that. Um, and I still have it linked back to my shit. Because just real quick note, you know what I mean? Like if, if anybody's been like, man, I haven't seen you out as much or... I've seen you here. Rest assured, like I've been out plenty, um, and I'm gonna be traveling more. I'm gonna be doing bigger things, like on the internet, off the internet, as far as live shows, different things that I'm writing, different things I'm working on. Like I'm doing uh, like a lot of different things, and uh, I'm stroking my own ego by even saying that. But I got a lot of cool stuff going on, and the reason I say that is because I'm grateful for that. I'm not saying that to to be braggadocious or anything. Uh, I'm grateful for those things because the, a lot of the things that I am involved in are people that are ground up people, people that I personally consider day one people or up and coming people. And you might not um, be totally in in tune or rather attuned uh, to, to what's going on there. But I think that eventually it'll really make sense it's a long long list of people and a long conversation so i'm not going to get into the shout outs and, and stuff like that but just know that you know i'm really really excited to be working with a lot of the people that i'm working with now and uh, i think that you're going to be happy about the products that you get to see in the future and I hope that you will uh, take into account uh, how important it is to just really be in control of your own things. I got a, um, another episode that'll, that'll focus on that uh, quite a bit. And uh, that is, that's going to be, you know, I have a, I have a, I have an episode about mainstream media and stuff. So you know, if if you're more in that mood for that, go ahead and do that. But today I'm gonna talk about open mics. I'm actually gonna talk about uh, open mics from my perspective. And you know, we might do a part two or part three and uh, really talk about that because for people that are not comedians, there's a lot of different levels to comedy. There are you know there's the clubs there's the guys you see on netflix and there's all manner of guys doing that and and gals of course um you know there's people that run their own shows you know in in and out of bars and theaters and coffee shops and and things like that but one thing we all have in common and where you might bump into anybody is the stand-up comedy open mic and i personally don't go to just off the rip i don't really go to a lot of what they would call mixed open mics or just maybe flat out open mic nights where it's like if you're talented come out 
I'm not really coming here to have my talent judged amongst uh, singers and bands and poets and motherfucking jugglers and bullshit ass fucking ventriloquists and shit like that. You know, I uh, I don't really give a fuck about that. I don't go to open mics to be judged for my talent. You know, I've come to a point in my life and in my career where open mics are a place where I go to have fun and work on new things. Uh, you know, without without the the pressure of some of these bigger gigs that might be paying. Because unlike singing, if you're good at singing and you have songs and you have an agent and you have a band, y'all can go have band practice. Well, comedians don't get to have band practice. Comedy is one of the few things that the only way you can get better at it is to actually do it. You know, that's not a, a profound thought or anything like that. But for those of you that don't know, the only way you can get better at comedy is by doing it live in front of an audience and that's why open mics are way more crucial to us and the reason I don't do mixed open mics is because comedians in my opinion uh, typically get fucking shafted at these community open mics and motherfuckers will come at you like oh you think you're so fucking funny or man oh that was good man you should think about doing that and it's just like yo bitch mind your own fucking business like I already know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm here to practice something. You're here to get attention because uh, nobody wants to book your dumbass band or you really can't sing or some shit. And that might be the case with plenty of comedians, but there, it, I, I do feel it's a... Uh, well, shit, I won't say majority, but there are a lot of comedians that go to open mics to practice things. That's that's where we go to practice because that's how we have to practice. You can sing in front of your coach. We don't get comedy coaches. Like we take vocal lessons. We take uh, you know music classes. You know, we take screenwriting classes, all of that shit. Stand up is the only thing. And I'm not saying I, I think that my craft is better than anybody else's. I'm just saying it is better than your shit because it just takes more balls. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. I don't think that that's a controversial opinion. Comedy is very, very hard. I'm not saying it's easier to be a singer or shit like that. But I will say that it is easier to make it as a singer or not. Because if you can't sing, mother, you will know very quickly. Motherfucker, stop singing. Um... And that's a double-edged sword, because there's some motherfuckers that perhaps should not be telling fucking jokes. Uh, <laughs> there's plenty of motherfuckers that shouldn't be telling fucking jokes, but they are. And the thing about that is sometimes it just takes you switching up your style or, or uh, throwing away everything you've ever fucking said. Excuse me. Shout out to Sarah Nevada. That's why. That's why you might hear a little bit of gassiness right here. Shout out to my 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 young nigga, Pale L. You feel me? <laughs> but yeah, um, so there's that aspect of it. I don't really fuck with the mixed open mics. Now, running an open mic for three years, um, I've learned a lot of things. Now, I say I run an open mic. Last year in 2016, I believe, outside of guest hosting and things like that, um, 
I think I had four rooms last year. I think I ran four open mics, maybe three. I know it was at least three um, that I was running last year. It might have been another one. Um, It's a really, really dope thing to do because, you know, at the end of the day, if nobody shows up, like say you got a bunch of people and by a bunch at an open mic, I mean like eight. Say you got eight people that want to watch comedy and you have no other comedians other than yourself. Well, then you get to do like 20 or 30 minutes. And this doesn't necessarily apply to everybody and it's not in everybody's skill set. But myself coming from an improv background and also where I started uh, my open mic, you know, I've had nights where I've had, you know, maybe 20, 25 people. Most of the time are right around 15 comedians, maybe eight or 10 people watching. But it's a, it's a small enough venue and it's cheap enough and it's late enough that we chill it. You know what I'm saying? So let's say 20 to 30 people just hanging out. It's not bad for a comedy open mic and uh, people get plenty of time and, and things like that. But when I first started... You know, on those off weeks, and, you know, I was catching the bus up there and shit like that, man. Um, to to this mic, I was talking about the, the brand new open mic. Um, when I first started doing that, that made all the difference. And it really made me into the comedian I, I was because while I didn't have a lot of shit, I did have a notebook. I did have premises or little cues written down. And I maybe only had, uh, you know four or five people in the whole bar including the staff and the people that weren't staff were comedians and people would walk in and I kind of got it popping that way by going off on on tangents and really just maybe it'd be 20-30 minutes I tell people to oh the sign up starts at this time or whatever whatever and they don't want to do it you know living in the city you can do that uh some of you smaller town folks, y'all don't understand that concept of like, oh, motherfuckers just show up late and shit because y'all really, really grind for your shit. But when you're in the city, sometimes people get lazy. Not even lazy. It's just you're not the priority for them. I can't say that they're lazy because they're doing something else. But as far as like priorities and shit go, people might show up to your stuff late and you might have a long ass night. So I started out doing these nights where I might show up at 7 30 go up just before 8 maybe 8 15 and just be fucking vamping and and wilding and vibing um not necessarily to anybody except the the passers by and the other comedians in the crowd that were like well let's wait till people get here i was like well fuck it if that's the case i'm gonna start just getting my shit popped off so you know i was doing you know 10 15 30 minutes very very early in my career uh to nobody or you know i might have a table of two people that weren't comedians so i'm sitting there doing 30 minutes to those people that just want to come see a free show and um so you know some people ask me like oh man you know how did you develop your style or oh you know i like i like how you do shit how did you get that way you know it was a hard it was a hard road but at the same time, it wasn't so hard because people just gave me that opportunity. Nobody ever stopped me from saying, hey, nothing's going on here. I'm quiet. I'm listening to my music. I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and start. And that was that. And, and you know, at the, at, the, at the end of the night, you know, I was making 10% of the bar. Well, the drinks were very cheap and I didn't have 
um, a whole lot of people and even the people that showed up they didn't necessarily drink that much so uh, I started out just making like the first time I hosted an open mic I made seven dollars uh, actually no I made nothing I made nothing the first two or three times and then I said, hey, um, I at least need, like, the bus money to get here. So I could just have, kind of have, like, 10% of the bar. And so I was making, like, $7. And, you know, now now since then, and I'm no big comedian by any means. Um, you know, since then, I've made enough money to pay taxes on my comedy. So let me put it that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I pay, I pay taxes on what the fuck I do. Um, and, and, and keeping it real. So, um, it was kind of fucked up, you know, when somebody hands you $7 and you'd be excited about that $7. You'd be like, shit, I got $2 left over from last week. I'm about to get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it was a cool wave. But eventually things start building up, you know, things I never thought that would happen out of, uh, out of spot. And it's not like prices change, owners change cooks change all that shit but the game kind of stayed the same pa systems change you know the scene changed the time start time has changed depending on what else is going on in the city and things like that like it used to be i started 7 30 now that show starts at 11 you know um and it's been it's been better and and and, and shit like that um just fly shit man like really really fly shit fucking you know, I never thought that I would have, and I'm not just out of respect. I'm not gonna say like the names of people that have fucking come through, but like once it got, it kind of got to the point where like the up and comers that were getting into the clubs or or like the local favorites that had already been doing things out of town. People, I get a lot of out of town people. I've met people from England, from New Zealand, from Africa, from uh, you know Great Britain, uh, Mexico, Canada. Uh, you know, just people traveling through all over the all over the United States. Um, you know, some bigger people on the strip, some people that you may or may not have seen on Comedy Central. A few people. Now, like the more I think about it, a few people that y'all motherfuckers might actually know and and, and things like that. Fucking uh, just really, really fly shit. Um, like if you are in a position to run an open mic and you are on the fence about it um i would say don't do it if you're on the fence about it because it's one of those things where you have to either be committed to learning or already know how to deal with people um you know but at the same time if you're on the fence about it i would say totally just dude just go fucking do it and see how it goes like the worst thing that happens I'll tell you the worst thing that happens. The worst thing that happens is they don't pay you and and they yell at you. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. So, like, we've all been children and uh, so that's that. And you got to learn and, like, start somewhere with certain kinds of things. Uh, but that's really, like, the worst, the worst thing that could happen. So, it, you know, like I said, if you're in the position to host an open mic, the only reason you shouldn't do it because you're going to make a lot of connections. Um, if you invite people and you promote your show, and sometimes even if you don't, 
you might just get lucky if you're in a decent location you're at least going to get better as a comedian because you're going to have that much more stage time like you having two or three minutes if you're black a lot more minutes uh between each comic um and everybody's only doing like five or seven well it's like you're doing five or seven up top and then you're doing whatever in between and you can always bring people straight up but i mean you, you end up getting you know four times four or five times more practice than the people around you that's why the people who run open mics are not only you know oh he might be a person to talk to that that person gets a lot better especially in those beginning stages because they have that much more time to develop meanwhile you might have to run around the city and you know buy gas and maybe like a water or a coke or a beer wherever you go um you might have to you might have to do all that shit if you're hosting the show not only are you getting paid but you're also getting that much more practice so you're getting paid to practice and you know there's comedy contests that that was a thing that was like sort of a staple in vegas i don't know how often we do contests anymore because we have so many mics now and i think that that's fucking like a really really dope thing and uh, and shout out to all the people that just moved to vegas i was at a mic the other night um i'm not gonna say it because i don't fucking host it so just come to my shit but <laughs> open mics are uh they're dope because you know I was one at one and uh, it was uh, a bunch of people that just moved to town. There's a lot of people kind of flowing into um, Las Vegas with the with the legal recreational marijuana being a thing. Uh, a lot of people are flowing into here now, and also um, just different opportunities that are going on in the city in general. You know what I mean? Like random industries are kind of. Uh, downsizing and still moving people out here or promoting people to vegas um so i always i always say shout out to vegas and i I always have a fucking um i have a i always have i have (laughs) i have a separate episode about that too well you know where i'll talk about vegas and shit like that um just on the hall so we'll get down to the nitty-gritty of the city itself but you know, I, uh, you know, I've had a couple of people ask me like, oh, you know, what's the craziest thing you've seen at an open mic? And I mean, I've had niggas pull out knives. I've had motherfuckers try to beat me up. Um, you know, one of the most notorious fucking things, and I say it at the top of every show, um, I had a girl, uh, whip out a dildo and and rub that shit on the microphone and then shove it in her pants and then try to rub it back on the microphone and i just i don't want to apprehend no more women with dildos men with dildos either i'm not a misogynist like please nobody with no dildos you know like keep your genitals in your motherfucking pants people it's where the fuck they belong (laughs) you know um it is it really is where they belong uh you know i had i've had people piss themselves i've had people get cussed out i had a nigga crying one day like not even because some shit that i said niggas have cried over other shit 
Um, you know, the open mic that I run is a little brazy, as they say. And, uh, you know, the, the episodes are only so long, people. They are only so long. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there one story that I can actually really, really give you? Like, in detail. <laughs> Because all these stories, it'd be a long time coming with a lot of them. You know, I had an Olympic skier try to rush me on stage. He was epileptic, too. It was weird. Fucking, I had a nigga in a V for Vendetta mask pull a knife out on me. Said his name was Mustachio. I've been cussed out. I've been had shit thrown at me. Uh, Yeah, I didn't call women bitches, but that's not really singular to the stage <laughs> that's more of a personality trait than anything <laughs> like I, you know between business owners because some of these people can be so selfish and some people can be so giving and just the people that attend just the audience members you know i can't say what the most wild thing is that i've had happen but i uh <laughs> one of the the craziest things I ever had was a homeless dude walk in with a sign. He was about to start begging for money for people at the bar. And then he walked out. He was like, oh, open my comedy. Oh, well, fuck this. Like, that was one of the most. <laughs> that was one of the most fucked up things. And that's nowhere near the most fucked up thing. You know, what? I might have to do a part two to the open mic episode where I speak specifically about like the incidents that have had happen but i will say this man like shout out to all the people that support open mic you support so many other comedians with that you make so many connections if you're wondering about doing comedy go to find or start a comedy open mic that is what you're gonna have to do um if you want to do it and if you want to see some of in almost every case, some of the dopest free comedy you can see, go watch an open mic. It is torture, but if you're lonely and looking for lonely dick and pussy, go ahead and do that. You might meet somebody cool. You might see somebody cool. Somebody might drop in. It don't really cost you that much money to do it, man. Support the up and coming people, you know, not to say that comedians that are already established don't need money. But if you're at an open mic, a motherfucker needs help. So if they were garbage, tell them they was trash. You sucked, nigga. But then also tell them what you liked about it. and Or if, if they were total trash, then, you know, give them options for what else they can do with their lives. Other things they can do with their careers. <laughs> Oh, man, I uh, I wish I was kidding, but I'm not at all. And with that, you guys, once again, my name is Randall Crabmeat Thompson. Thank you for tuning in to the Dead Ass Podcast. Check out SlamDunkJesus.com for all your crab meat needs. And as always, I do eat ass, nigga. I really do.